Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update on UBC Varsity Athletics here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Alongside Olamid Olanian, I'm Jason Wang, and Ola will get into it first of all with UBC Thunderbirds football in week three action. The Thunderbirds battling the Manitoba Bisons in Winnipeg this past week. And Thunderbirds escape Winnipeg with a narrow 51-48 to victory. And this is an absolute barn burner of a football game. The Thunderbirds held a 14-point lead into the fourth quarter, leading 41-27. to And were barely able to keep the Bisons at bay, uh, holding that lead to the last drive of the game when Manitoba was able to only score a touchdown with a two-point convert and get no closer than three points at the end of the fourth quarter. And the Thunderbirds were absolutely uh, bombs away on their offensive side of the game. Michael O'Connor, the Thunderbirds' star quarterback, uh, 398 total passing yards, 26 completions on 38 throws, and connecting for four touchdown passes. And Ola, you last saw this team play two weeks ago at their homecoming game. Uh, what did you think of uh, Michael O'Connor in the quarterback position? Well, Michael O'Connor seems to be, uh, you know, a very, very promising new athlete. He uh, came from, uh, he was drafted from University of Pennsylvania uh, as like uh, the ESP, he was ranked ESPN's uh, number six as a uh, most uh, prospective. Yeah, the highest tou- yeah. yeah, highest touted quarterback yeah. in his recruiting class exactly. in the NCAA playing with uh, the Penn State Litany Lions and yeah, what a coup for the Thunderbirds to be able to recruit him out of the NCAA Division 1 program there from the Litany Lions to get him into CIS football here in Vancouver. He's exactly. shown tremendous poise already as yeah. the Thunderbirds new starting quarterback. Yeah. Apparently he has like uh, 300 and like 26 uh, yards per game already. Averaging, yeah. Yeah, and like he has like, I think he scored four four touchdown passes last game. And I mean, he's already like sixth in like the Canada Canada West or? Yeah, the conference. Canada conference already. And like in his first year in Canada. So I think that's a very good, good start and very, very promising future for him. So, yeah. Yeah, the Thunderbirds also had some pretty good running game in their win over Manitoba last week. Uh, Brandon Deschamps making his return back to the Thunderbirds lineup after a week one injury put him out a couple games. Uh, And in his return in this game, uh, he rushed for 83 total yards, averaging six yards per carry and scored one touchdown as well. Good signs from him to see the Thunderbirds uh, starting running back to show some good form coming back out of the injury that he suffered earlier. Uh, on the other side of the uh, field for Manitoba, uh, I think more most impressively was their quarterback, Theo Dizar, uh, passed for 500-plus yards total, uh, 28 completions on 39 attempts, four passing touchdowns matching O'Connor's count, but uh, he was intercepted once by the Thunderbirds' star safety, uh, Taylor Loeffler. And the Bisons were really relying on him to be the only source of offensive movement. Uh, they had very, they had uh, uh, some contributions from the rushing game to run short yardage plays. Uh, two of their touchdowns were from their running game. Uh, Theo Dizar made a quarterback sneak to score a major once, and uh, Andrew Barry scored another short yardage. But uh, 
completely reliant on the passing game. This was an all-out uh, passing game versus passing game on the offensive side of the ball, and Thunderbirds were lucky to escape uh, so narrowly in the fourth quarter. Uh, Manitoba outscored UBC 21-10 to in the fourth quarter, but the Thunderbirds really did most of the work in the second and third quarters combined. Uh, those two quarters outscoring Manitoba uh, 38-20. to yeah, and I, I think it's something. Um, I think it's something kind of weird. I, I don't know whether it's like a thing that's like a consistent thing, but they they keep squeezing past like their opposition a lot of times. And I, I know like uh, Blake Neal is like a really good coach, and I think he's like trying to push the athletes for like less complacent behavior and like you know just like um, being more consistent. And like because th- that's the thing, the things that they always start out a bit good, and then they like slack off a bit, and then they just like push it to the end, and then they like kind of like squeeze past the offense, the the their of, uh, opponents. So it's. I think it's just like we just have to like wait a bit and see like how the the team matures in the next few weeks. Yeah. Yep, coming up is their week five matchup tomorrow night. They battle the Saskatchewan Huskies at Thunderbird Stadium at seven o'clock kickoff. You can listen to the broadcast live right here on CITR one hundred one point nine FM if you're not going to the game to see the game in person. And we'll uh, also take a look at the Thunderbirds' opponent, uh, the Saskatchewan Huskies. Uh, entering week five, entering week four uh, in the standings, holding down uh, a tie for fourth place with Manitoba with a one and two record. The Thunderbirds are tied with Alberta Golden Bears in second place at a two one one record. So this could be a pivotal swing game for both Saskatchewan and UBC. The Thunderbirds trying to uh, break that tie for second place, trying to get one step ahead of the Golden Bears in that standing. And coming off of uh, Saskatchewan's Week 3 performance, the Huskies on their home field in Saskatoon beat the Regina Rams 33-18 last week. So uh, both teams coming off of Week 3 victories. It'll be very interesting to see how they uh, match up tomorrow night at Thunderbird Stadium. Yeah, that, that should be very interesting to see. Um, both both good teams, uh, Huskies, are like they're the people that... Uh, I mean, they they aren't as good as like the Bisons last week, so I feel like we will be able to like defeat uh, UBC. Will be able to defeat them in like tomorrow, but um, you know anything could happen. Uh, they're like tied at uh, second or first. Yeah, with yeah with Alberta Bears. So like yeah, that's kind of scary, and like uh, hopefully the Thunderbirds can do pretty well with that. Yeah. So that's our update of UBC Thunderbirds football. Reminder once again to tune in our broadcast tomorrow night, kickoff at seven o'clock from Thunderbird Stadium. Uh, Thunderbirds week four matchup battling the Saskatchewan Huskies. Uh, Stay tuned here on CITR as we continue into a segment break. We'll come back on the other side with results from UBC Thunderbirds varsity soccer here on Thunderbird Eye on 101.9 FM Vancouver. is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca. 
UBC Ski and Snowboard Club is a non-profit, democratic, student-run organization dedicated to promoting the sports of skiing and snowboarding and the associated lifestyle. We endeavor to make skiing and snowboarding accessible and fun by actively seeking out the best deals and discounts for our members, as well as organizing trips to local ski areas and setting up numerous social events. Come on one of our legendary trips and explore the glory of riding in British Columbia. Or join us at the bar to discover the true meaning of debauchery. Ask your roommate, ask your parents, ask the RCMP. Who has the most fun at UBC? You'll get the same answer. The Ski and Snowboard Club. Duh. Joining the Ski and Board Club is easy. Come by our office, sub 115, anytime with some money to become a member. Your membership gives you access to all the deals offered by our sponsors, cheap beverages at our parties, an invitation to all club events, and of course, only members can come on the trips. All right, back here at CITR Studio One as we continue on our weekly update of UBC Varsity Athletics here on Thunderbird Eye. Now turning our attention to Varsity Soccer, the Thunderbirds women's team this past week in conference play, uh, battling two opponents, and the Thunderbirds were able to uh, come out with victories on home field this past week at Thunderbird Stadium against Alberta and Northern BC. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this was a really good weekend, the past weekend, their homecoming weekend. Uh, they uh, shut out both teams, uh, Alberta Bears and uh, Pandas, and they also defeated um, the uh, Northern BC, uh, and that was that was really good. I mean, the last week they lost, they had their first loss against the uh, University of Fraser Valley uh, Cascades, um, they're aptly named the bird killers uh, because they always like win against us not always but like they always like seem to either get a loss or uh, sorry a, a win or a draw from us uh for both teams both squads uh but this weekend was really good for both teams um both women's and men because they they did manage to um beat the trinity western uh they beat trinity western 2-0 last week um the women's and the men's won uh last week as well um so l last week on Friday, the Thunderbirds went head-to-head -head against the University of Alberta Pandas, uh, ending their unfeated streak uh, with a 2-0 victory in the Thunderbirds Stadium. Um, yeah, and then in the game against the Pandas, the first goal came the 49th minute after a beautiful cross from Taylor Shanick. Uh, and then the goal was put in by Nic uh, Nicole Sidor. And then the second goal came by uh, Amelia Crawford. It was a deflection, but um, it was still a goal. And... Uh, Amelia Crawford's uh, the rookie. She's a rookie in her first year. Her uh, positioning in the game actually made the goal happen in the first place. So um, that that should be recommend uh, commended. Um, and then Saturday, the T-Birds defeated the University of Northern British Columbia Timberwolves uh, with a lone goal in the final minutes of the game. Um, the visitors' defense, UNBC's defense, was stellar, superbly solid. Um, I mean, they made some mistakes. They had like. Uh, turnovers right in their half and like they shoot the ball in like the most stupid ways but they were still able to like always stop the ball when it when it mattered like anytime the ball came close um the keeper jordan hall always made the good save she made 12 saves against the university of british columbia uh, thunderbirds as compared to like the birds zero yeah this this was probably the most lopsided one nil win you can yeah. ever see in soccer the thunderbirds had complete control of ball possession outshot the timberwolves 13 to none shots attempted and jordan hall almost a uh, hockey goalie like statistics and goalkeeping 
Uh, 12 saves on 13 shots, which is just about unheard of in soccer. That's yeah. a lot of work for a goalkeeper to keep up. <laughs> Basically, she was the uh, Timberwolves player of the match <laughs> for keeping it 1-0 all the way deep into the uh, second half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the birds pummeled like the Timberwolves for like all 85 minutes, and then like a well-timed pass from Amantra Gill, number seven, like went just found Jasmine Danda, and Jasmine Danda she just danced around the defense and like just streaked one right into the corner of the net. So um, that was amazing. Uh, Kovacs was she let out a sigh of, sigh of relief. Uh, Mercy Kovacs, the new uh, newly appointed head coach. Um, I mean it was a close call because they could have tied and like that could have ruined their uh, first position place right now. Um, but yeah, they've they've done pretty well. Um, it goes well with her um, coaching philosophy, which is basically determination and perseverance, and you know, like high pressure and like you know, basically, even though they were playing uh, like one of their home opening games, they were they were playing like it was like a, a season final, uh, which is which says a lot about uh, how good the team is playing this year, and uh, yeah, what we look forward to. Yeah, the Thunderbirds with those two victories uh, surpass. Their closest rival, Fraser Valley Cascades, as the West Division Conference leader with four wins and one defeat. Yeah. And coming up next on their schedule, they'll take on another Sister road school. trip. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, it'll be Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Uh, Saturday afternoon in Kelowna, battling the sister school, UBC Okanagan Heat. And then on Sunday afternoon, they'll battle the... Thompson Rivers, Wolfpack, and Kamloops. Yeah, it should be kind of like uh, stressful because like it's gonna be like you know one day after the other they're gonna be in another part of BC. But uh, I think with their streak so far, they've only lost one game, and that one game loss was you know was because of like a like a offside goal that like didn't that. So so basically, we're looking forward to like seeing what they have in store for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, now on the, on the other side of UBC Thunderbirds soccer, the men's team this past week uh, battled uh, some crosstown rivals. Uh, first of all, the Fraser Valley Cascades and Abbotsford, yeah. and then the Trinity Western Spartans and Langley coming away with two road wins. Yeah, uh, they beat uh, Abbotsford. Uh, they beat University of Fraser Valley Cascades and Abbotsford uh, 3 2. Uh, and that was uh, a very, t- I mean, it was a tight game. It was a very, very tight game. Um, you know, the final goal. Um, came from, uh, I mean, the, the the three the three goals were from UBC were very very good. Um, the shots on goal and the one goal came from Gagan Dosanj, uh, number nine. Uh, he had uh, seven shots on goal, two shots on goal, and seven shots altogether. Uh, he assisted one of the goals. And uh, Harry Lacan, he scored another goal, and he had one shot on target and one shot on goal. And uh, Sean Anderson, he scored, shot one. He had one shot, and he had one shot on goal, and also had one goal. So um, it's 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 good to see that like you know basically uh, the team was like it was well defended. People weren't really getting to each other's house a lot, um, and then when they did, they actually like you know executed very well. So like they had like clinical finishes, and they were um, very very reliable in their their passing, and like they're reliable in like their scoring. So I, I think that's uh, something to uh, appreciate in teams. Yeah. yeah, in the standings, the Thunderbirds are uh, able to keep up with the conference leader there. And so far, a uh, conference record of uh, two wins, one draw, and one loss. Up next, uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, they'll battle on home turf, uh, playing uh, the 
Thompson Rivers Wolfpack uh, tomorrow night. A 6 o'clock kickoff uh, due to the football team playing at the same time. Uh, the Thunderbirds will play that match at Thunderbird Park. And then on Saturday night, uh, move back to Thunderbird Stadium to battle the Okanagan Heat. 7 yeah. o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to seeing uh, the results of those. Um, I mean, the Heat, they always like either tires or um we, they lose to us but they're always a very good contender and like the games are usually aggressive um so we should see like some blood on the field because uh, it's like tightly contended so yeah so that's the update on ubc varsity women's and men's soccer we'll take another second break here on thunderbird and come back finally for last segment on the other thunderbird sports making varsity news this past week here on 101.9 fm citr Enjoy British Columbia's beautiful wilderness with the UBC Varsity Outdoors Club. Try your hand at hiking, backcountry skiing, rock climbing, kayaking, and much more. Whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have trips happening every week, usually at no cost. Check us out online at ubc-voc.com. Hey, what's wrong? I've been looking for a job since I came to Canada, and I haven't found anything. Have you tried WorkLearn? What's WorkLearn? Part-time jobs on campus for international undergraduate students just like us help me find a great job that's actually related to my studies. Wow, I'll have to check that out. You should. It's good pay, good experience, and good for your career. Just look for WorkLearn postings at www.careersonline.ubc.ca. You can even ask your profs and campus staff if they can create a job for you. To participate in WorkLearn, you must be an international student seeking an undergraduate degree in a participating faculty and registered full-time with a study permit valid for at least six months. For more information, visit www.careers.ubc.ca. Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Alright, back here at CITR Studio One as we continue on our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics. Uh, we'll turn our attention to women's field hockey. The Thunderbirds this past week opened conference play against the University of Victoria Vikes at Victoria. The Thunderbirds were shut out in both matches. UVic took down UBC 3-0 last Saturday and then 2-0 last Sunday. The Thunderbirds are always in tough against their best uh, rival in the Canada West Conference, a conference which only has uh, three teams left in women's field hockey. The other opponent the Thunderbirds will play this conference season uh, will be the Calgary Dinos, and that will be coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 
in Calgary, the Thunderbirds will battle the Dinos in week two of the Varsity Field Hockey Conference season. Uh, of course, the Thunderbirds are defending national champions in this season, uh, looking to get back in the win column, uh, starting with that Saturday matchup against the Calgary Dinos. And now we'll turn our attention over to men's rugby, the Thunderbirds men's rugby team playing internationally this past week in a uh, highly touted international tournament, coming home with great results. Ola? Yeah, the T-Birds uh, traveled to England for uh, the inaugural World University Rugby Cup. Uh, their first day, they uh, split their games. They had two games. One was against uh, New Zealand universities, and the second was against uh, Trinity College Dublin. Uh, the first, they won uh, against them, but it was a highly touted match. Uh, they finally won, though, 28-10. Uh, um, it started off with, uh, I mean, they, they scored a few, New Zealand scored, and then uh, Brock Staller from Vancouver uh, equalized with his own penalty kick within a minute and uh, tied 3 3. Um, and then the, the New Zealand also went ahead after that, and then used, uh, Andrew Coe uh, intercepted a pass, and then uh, Staller converted it to tie them 10 10, and then like we broke the line to score again. So uh, we won that game in 2010 after a further penalty by Staller um, came. So we thank we thank everything for that. Um, in second game, UBC uh, played against Trinity College Dublin, but they lost. Um, to, uh, Trinity scored a try uh, at halftime to take a 5-0 lead, and um, a penalty after that um, made it. They lost 8-0. The UBC Thunderbirds lost 8-0. Um, New Zealand, um, because it was, a, I think it was a round robin type. It was, a, it was a round kind of thing. So, uh, New Zealand had to play um, Siberian Federal University in its uh, second game, and uh, Trinity had to play um, New Zealand the next day. Um, and yeah, um, the next day, the UBC uh, beat Oxford uh, at eighteen uh, fourteen. Um, UBC scored first uh, after 10 minutes and uh, yeah they, they also replied uh, they tried to make a comeback but uh, uh, the birds immediately like responded with uh, Neil Courtney and he converted a conversion from Staller finished the game with 1814 um, and then UBC will now return to, and with that win they uh, they take third place at the World University Rugby Cup, and now they return to Vancouver to uh, take on Capilano on Saturday at home. Yeah, the Thunderbirds varsity men's rugby team compete in the uh, Lower Mainland Premier League, and throughout uh, the season they will battle the local rugby uh, rugby clubs, uh, first of all with Capilano on Saturday, and later on this season other opponents include Burnaby Lake, UBCOB Ravens, Mariloma and Seattle as well. Our attention now turning over to women's varsity rugby. The Thunderbirds compete in the Canada West Conference, like most other team sports, and their conference season starts tomorrow afternoon. In their home opening match, the Thunderbirds battle the Calgary Dinos, a four o'clock kickoff from Thunderbird Park. And finally, we'll turn our attention to. Uh, uh, off-season UBC Thunderbirds baseball news. The Thunderbirds at their Thunderbird Park complex here on home campus uh, this past week unveiled the grand opening of their indoor training center. It's a 12,500 square feet complex with 
state-of-the-art technology in their batting cages and pitching bullpen. Um, most notably, the batting cages have a computerized batting simulator where you can see a, a computer projected image of a pitcher delivering a pitch and then the uh, pitching machine delivers the ball on a synchronized timing to the image so it feels like you're taking in an at-bat against an actual pitcher from the mound. Uh, this indoor training center also serves as the head office for UBC Thunderbirds baseball, uh, which is a great upgrade from what they had to deal with before when previously they played their home games from as far away as Nat Bailey Stadium all the way across town. Yeah, um, apparently like Chris Pritchett and Terry McCaig, they uh, talked about like also how uh, the center wasn't only just for like you know the UBC team, but it was also for like uh, community engagement and uh, how building that will uh, kind of like inspire you know young baseball players, to, uh, p- aspiring baseball players to uh, want to come to UBC and uh, want to develop themselves, and even players within UBC also it would help them to like develop to be the best they could possibly be. Yeah, yeah. one of the mm, one of the uh, great uh, goals of this indoor training center will be the community legacy aspect, as you mentioned there. Uh, For Little League locally here in the Lower Mainland, the Thunderbirds, uh, the the Thunderbird Park uh, complex will host uh, Little League baseball games for the local league and a local league for Bantam player. The age group already started this a couple weeks ago, uh, having a camp for them already underway. And as you mentioned, uh, the two names there, uh, Chris Pritchett is the new head coach for UBC Thunderbirds Baseball, uh, taking that responsibility from Terry McKegg, who has now moved over to the business development aspect for UBC Varsity Baseball. Yeah, I think uh, Terry McKegg is the the director of of the... Or yeah, he's handling the, the business yeah. aspect. Handling, yeah. I, only, I don't know yeah. the exact role, the exact uh, name of the role, but uh, yeah, he's basically like handling the entire thing from the ground up. So, yeah. So it's the uh, fall and winter off-season training portion of the calendar coming up for the varsity baseball team. They will play a preseason exhibition series at the Thunderbird Park Complex this weekend. Uh, two doubleheader dates uh, for Saturday and Sunday early afternoon. They battled the Thompson Rivers Wolfpack at Thunderbird Park in doubleheaders. So that's our update of UBC Varsity Athletics here on Thunderbird Eye. Tune in to us again next week at the same time, 3.30 Thursday afternoon. And of course, uh, tomorrow night we'll bring you live coverage of the UBC Thunderbirds football game. Kickoff at 7 o'clock from Thunderbird Stadium as the T-Birds battle the Saskatchewan Huskies in week four of conference play. Until we talk again, good afternoon from Vancouver here on CITR.